Hello, and welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson. I'm Alvin Williams. Well, we have a, a lot to talk about. Just a little bit. So, first off, let's get started with The Incredibles 2. Mm. Smashing some records already. I mean, early Friday mess. Yeah, early Friday mm. estimates. That sounds Ooh. wrong. Early Friday estimates show The Incredibles 2 drowning. <laughs> Finding Dory's animated opening record of 135 million for a potential three day of 174 million. That's pretty good. They say that would be the tenth best domestic start ever, above Iron Man three, uh, Batman v Superman, The Dark Knight, and Star Wars Rogue One. That's uh, that's impressive. For that is very impressive, bro. I mean. I don't know. As I said something like you know earlier, I just just like you said, it's Incredibles, man. You yes. got kids, you got adults. I'll tell you this: I saw the movie yesterday, and there was there was a lot of adults and kids there. Some people just there to see the continuation of the story. I mean, a lot of kids who a lot of people who were kids when the first one came out are yeah. adults now and have kids and have kids. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a perfect storm, I think, and uh, also it's just a timely movie like i don't want to get into spoilers or anything about the movie but it's just like perfect if you've seen the trailer you kind of get an inkling of what the movie Mm -hmm. is about with mr incredible uh having to stay at home and like learn how to be a stay-at-home dad while Mm -hmm. you know elastigirl his wife is out getting shit, shit done so you know it's a it's an interesting story and i think a lot of parents are gonna relate to certain aspects of that yeah, story kind of like in the first one. There yeah, was a lot. Like, the very first one, like I said, is is very timely. Like the concept, whoever came up with the concept from the get go, and then they talked to the writers and the director. They, yeah, it worked flawlessly. Yeah, because like you said, it's timeless. Like who can't relate to that? Yeah, like in a way, in a way, it's like uh, it sort of relates to uh. Fantastic Four as far as superheroes It's totally or Fantastic Four. All of them mimic Fantastic <laughs> Four, just they kind of moved around the power set to the person. Yeah, and then um, but then it has like that family feels like uh, kind of how we relate to like uh, the Flintstones or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Flintstones and all the other family TV shows out yeah. there. Yeah. You know, can't go wrong with it, man. I'm, 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 I'm happy about that. Uh, I'm happy about that, and also that it didn't suck. That was my main thing. One thing I will say that I hate about Pixar movies, this is just a personal gripe, I hate the little shorts that they have before the movie starts. Every Pixar movie has like at least like a 10-minute short or 8-minute short that just has nothing to do with the main movie. I'm like, and this one had one called like Bow or something, and it was like about this Asian woman who makes dumplings and then the dumpling becomes a baby and she takes care of the dumpling baby and then the dumpling grows up and she's trying to protect it from getting smushed and stuff like that and he becomes like a little dick and like is mean to his mom and then he leaves or he gets engaged to some blonde chick which raises more questions and then because he's a first off he's a, the he's biggest a question of his all he's a dumpling and what kind of freak is this blonde chick and also <laughs> Like, when he's leaving or about to leave, she, like, eats him. And I'm like, okay, this is dark. And then she's, like, crying and then... She's pregnant. No, no, it's not that. What? No. 
<laughs> and then she she wakes up and then her actual son which the dumpling represented returned home so she was basically like internalizing all this shit that she had with her so that was a whole mental breakdown that's what i think but i was like where the blind girl come in that was i think the age that her actual son's wife or fiance but he but she internalized all that stuff and i guess he came back and like was trying to get there know her because she was you know she missed her son or something i don't know the more i talk about it, the more dumb it sounds but i just hate that shit like and also i think it might just be because i'm not innocent so i can't really watch pixar movies the same way it just makes me sad pixar movies make me like pixar shorts yeah. make me sad i feel like they have that effect on everybody i but, saw one where it was like uh it was like a kid who was like missing an arm or something like that. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck are you guys trying to do? Yeah, like, it was like he was missing an arm, and then like his mom came in. He was just like sad kid, wouldn't go outside or nothing like that. He was missing an arm, and then <laughs> no, the dog. He, his mom bought him a dog, and the dog was missing a leg. And come to find out, like when he got happy, excited, he was missing a leg or an arm or something yeah, like that. Just, like, yeah, that shit is weird to me. I'm like, why y'all trying to bum your audience yeah, out before yeah, I see yeah. the movie? Why you want people to cry for? Yeah, and then The Incredibles 2 starts, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad that <laughs> shit's over. <laughs> you wiped your tears? I didn't. I wasn't crying. I was just, like, bummed. Like, I was just like, Bro. not in a great mood, but, you know. <laughs> it wasn't a great mood. Yeah, I wasn't in a great mood to start the movie off with. And then, you know, uh. The rest of the movies this weekend, like, uh, before I get into the, some of the other new releases, I want to talk about one that I skipped over last week, mm. and some of you guys took offense to that, and I'm sorry. Ocean's 8. You did skip over <laughs> I bit. did. We did. Yeah, because you saw it, and I didn't. We I, talked about it a little bit. We, we did, but I, I, some people felt like I didn't really go in-depth with it, and I'm not going to go in-depth with it now, because it's a simple story, so... <laughs> I feel like the ensemble was really good. It was better than Ghostbusters, uh, that latest Ghostbusters movie that came out like in 2016. Because especially uh, with all women cast. Yeah, because Ghostbusters was supposed to be that movie. It was supposed to be like the new era when female actresses and comedians could make a movie and it'd be a mega hit. That was, and the movie just didn't work. It had its moments, but I think it would have worked if it wasn't if it didn't have the Ghostbusters name. No. Maybe. I I'm cool. I'm cool with female. Uh, oh, sorry. Take your time. Women in the comedian work field. Mm-hmm. So, women who are comedians. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Is that what you wanted to say? That's what I'm trying to I'm say. I'm okay with you in the comedian work field. No, I'm fine. Like I'm, I'm fine with women who are funny. You know, uh, I feel like we had an era back when um, Wanda Sykes really like. <laughs> She, you know, she was a big part of it. She was. She's, she's often forgotten. Yeah, and then... Um, Roseanne, no, I'm just kidding. That was funny. She did kind of count, though. Yeah, she did She would have counted if she had pulled that fuckery that she pulled a week ago. <laughs> that is correct. I mean, but they, they had their time, but for, like you said, them to be together on a, in, all in the same movie, for one, I think that's a bit much. Well, actually, I think the problem was that they got people from they got a lot of people Saturday from Saturday Night Live. Not a lot of well, a lot of people do watch Saturday Night Live, but to get everybody from Saturday Night Live is a bad choice because most of the time, when comedians make or get big hits and they're from Saturday Night Live, it's only one mm-hmm. in a movie together. But they got Melissa. Well, Melissa McCarthy, I don't think she started on Saturday Night Live, but mm-hmm. the rest of them did, and so it just. 
didn't really feel right. Now, they had all had done their own comedy separately, like Melissa McCarthy, and mm-hmm. then it was announced Can't they were going to be in it. And then they bring in one person from Saturday Night Live. It would have been a perfect storm, but they didn't do it right. So, but back to Ocean's 8. Back to Ocean's 8. It was well done. Sandra Bullock has another hit on her hands. It's apparently going to make $21 million this weekend for a nice. total of $81 million. So, you know. That's pretty good. It's doing better than a new release uh, tag. Oh, really? Yeah, that's coming out. That came out on Friday. I was thinking well. about seeing that. It, look, it looks all right. <laughs> it looks entertaining. I'm going to rent it. It's like something else. Something I'll, I do. Yeah, it's like 14 million. It's going to get 14 million this weekend. So I'll play something like Cut, though. Like, yeah. With you. I'll get some clippers and just. Yeah. yeah. What's with you? My, cutting my hair. Gosh. And then there's. Well, he, I don't want to dump on anybody, but Solo, a Star Wars story. Will file in fourth place with nine point two million, a forty one percent dip in the fourth weekend with the total of one hundred and ninety two million domestically. That is garbage for a Star Wars movie. That's that's embarrassing. That is. That's an L. But they can bounce back. I'm still gonna go see it, but still. Yo, you still haven't seen it? This no. week weekend weekend no. four. You still I, haven't seen it. No. You're not gonna see it for a while then. Oh, it's gone already. <laughs> no, it's not gone already, but. It's it's gonna be at like number four right now, and then like it's barely making more than Deadpool two. I mean, Deadpool two is in better shape because it's made two hundred ninety five million domestically versus one ninety two million that Solo's made. That's so, still a big difference. Yeah. Now on to the newer release that's coming out because you know I would be a jerk if I didn't mention it. Superfly. Is coming out <laughs> Superfly The remix Or remake I was about to say remix <laughs> It might be a remix I haven't seen the movie But You know What? You know like Some remixes are just like The same thing But like Just sort of changed And so This remake might actually Just be like The same As the original But just altered a little bit Like it's modern day And then that might be it <laughs> like it might be the same story They might just kind of flip a couple of things like, like like Transformers and Bumblebee Let's not talk about that <laughs> bullshit Don't trigger me no, I don't want to get into that but yeah. We'll, we'll get into it later no, we're not. Don't trigger me we're not gonna do that. But Superfly that's expected to be Open in 6th place With a total of 7 million With a budget of 13 million I honestly like You know giving props to Direct Eric Because like I said I only know him from you know Hip hop videos, music videos. Mm-hmm. I that sounds pretty good, dude. I mean, it's got a budget of thirteen million, so if it can make three more million on Monday to Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't see it happening. Well, it just needs three more, three million more after, or a couple million more after. Uh, oh no, it's got a, it's gonna have a five day of nine million after two point three million to on f- this Friday. So, yeah, it just needs four more million. Yeah, it just needs a little bit more, and it'll be. Yeah, it'll it needs be. A big, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying like as far as him, well. for him to, huh? They didn't promote it well, to be honest. Be, for him to have his own, um, I mean, to come from music videos and then come to the big screen and get, you know, over half. Yeah. Close to what he's doing, uh, what he put into it. I think that's a big deal. So. Yeah, and my thing is also like, they didn't promote it well enough. Like, it could have been a big hit if they had released it in February. Yeah, I only saw it on FX. But then, they, yeah, maybe they wanted to stay away from Black Panther. That's smart. But it could have came out in January, actually, to be honest. 
January would have been perfect. And then Future had the whole soundtrack is produced Future. by him. Yep. So you could have had all these songs coming out last year, or at least a couple of them, and then be like, you know, kind of the Black Panther effect. Black Panther had a couple of songs premiere before the movie. Mm-hmm. It was Kendrick Lamar, SZA. And you probably like, was trying to hit it like you know a summer feel to it, waiting for the summer to hit. Pimping isn't isn't right in the summertime. Don't sell in the summertime. Sells in the fall when you're lonely, looking for. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways. I got nothing to do with that, brother. <laughs> anyways, I'm just saying, Superfly could have done, it could have done yeah, it could've been better. bigger. But maybe it's the casting. Maybe the guy, Trevor, uh, whatever. I can't remember the the, the, at the main guy's name. You talking about the guy with the soup in his head? <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay, yeah. You should be here for Halloween. Superfly? Yeah. I could be Superfly just with an afro, put a mustache nah, on. you should definitely soup your hair. That's I'm not going to get a conk. No, thank you. Is that what it's called? A conk, oh, yeah. Oh, so you tried it before? No, I just know it is because I know my black history, brother. Oh. I know what my history is. It's apparently like pretty painful. You, like, put all this, like, shitty, these chemicals in your hair, and yeah, you got to wait for it. Over. Well, you got to wait for it. to When it starts burning, then you got to wash it. Oh, well, um, not a relaxer, but a um, <laughs> perm. Yeah. You well, put a perm in his head for that movie? Yeah. He probably did. I don't Straighten that. I, I mean, it looks fresh. I mean... Anybody that was a pimp that had that. That would be funny. And he was like a millennial. I'd be like, you know what? You, you're you owning it. Sometimes I, you got to own it. I don't think he did that. He probably, he maybe did it right. So we're not talking about hair though. I'm just saying, you got to own the look first. And it, I, you know, I, as a guy who has a, a out there hairstyle, sometimes if you don't have confidence in your hair, if you don't have confidence in your hair, then the, the people won't buy your hair. Honestly, they won't buy you. He had to like... Middle age, like the like the 30, 40 year old aunt, <laughs> like hairstyle, like yeah, he did, he did. Like, they uh, tried to keep that. Maybe so. He, maybe it would have been more successful without the hair. But like you said, they might. They probably was trying to keep it in that same era of like yeah, super fly from back in the day. Yeah, because then people would have complained. Oh, he doesn't have a yeah. He doesn't have uh, a hairstyle. He doesn't have the swag of a you know, yeah. A pimp. Yeah, and speaking of. More bo- or box office numbers. More pimping? No. <laughs> Speaking of pimping, <laughs> Disney is apparently doing an okay job promoting Ant-Man and the Wives because it could fly as low as $69 million and as high as $80 million for a box office opening weekend. That's not bad. Now, Ant-Man 1, the first one had a $57.2 million mm-hmm. opening. So that's an improvement anyway you cut it. And it's Ant-Man. But my thing is, I'm like, hey, Avengers Infinity War... It's right. It's it's playing right into Avengers: Infinity War. So, mm-hmm. if you've seen Infinity War, you kind of want to see the next part, you know, of that story, sorta. Unless Ant Man and the Wasp takes place before Infinity War, and then that gets confusing. But I just think more people are gonna want to see it to feel good. You know. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of side eyed you when you said. No, you said people are seeing it just to feel good. Yeah, well, Ant- well, Avengers Infinity War kind of left people on a bummer note. And now you have this lighthearted Ant-Man movie that'll kind of cheer your spirits up, giving you some more. Well, is it that, or do you think... I feel like, honestly, I feel like they're playing into this as, um, you know, 
Infinity War was a bummer. Everybody was mad about it. Yeah. But for everyone who didn't watch the Marvel movies prior to, I think this is giving them a chance to like kind of. Oh yeah, it definitely gives it that. But I think like. So you th- you think it's like a sympathy like? No, it's not a sympathy thing. I just think they they. Because okay, let's take it back. Yeah, let's gotta, take it back to. Go with it a little bit. Let's take it back to the first Avengers or all the Marvel movies up until the first Avengers. Okay. It was very lighthearted stuff. There was nothing dark in those movies, really. It was all kind of like Disney-ish and stuff like that. And then as Phase 2 happened, which was still very lighthearted and all that stuff, you get to Avengers Age of Ultron, the second one, and it's very, like, it's a lot darker. The jokes aren't really that as much there. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about all this philosophical stuff that's actually really deep. But if you wanted the first Avengers uh, in that movie, you didn't get it. So when you leave that movie, you're kind of like, you know, it was good, but it just, I didn't laugh as much and shit like that. But then two months later, Ant-Man is released. And then people were kind of skeptical about Ant-Man, but they were like, it's Marvel, I'm going to give it a shot. Gave the movie a shot. It was great. It was a well-done movie. It was funny. Uh, And it lifted Marvel fans or casual Marvel fans, you know, spirits up a little bit. And then... So this kind of is like a psychological thing I feel like that they they are they're doing because we have Captain Marvel after this and that's going to be a little bit more I guess serious and fun maybe. Yeah, it has to be. And then yeah, cuz we got to make sure that in she's Captain Marvel, yeah, she's got to be strong. They're saying she can like move planets and stuff like that. So there's a lot of mythology they got to build. Yeah. So this is one that you don't have to really put that much thought into. Because it's going to be shown visually. Yeah, it's just like Ant-Man gets big or he gets small. Mm-hmm. And he's got a, a teammate, the Wasp. And then that's it. And they're that's, fighting somebody together. I, I, I get that. Yeah, it's fun. Because even the, like, even the uh, previews for Ant-Man, it was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's like, amazing. Yeah. You're beating people with a peg. Yeah, it's nothing dark Not about a pig. What's it called? A Pez dispenser? Pez dispenser. Yeah. Pez. Yeah, it's like nothing, nothing's uh, really dark about it. So. Yeah. That feels good, but you know, I I hope. Uh, oh, but the only thing that it's got, or right, it comes out July sixth, so it comes out really soon, actually. It does. But the thing that's a uh, a little bit worrying is that it opens a lot later and overseas because of the soccer shit that's going on World, World Cup. Cup. So worldwide, it's not going to be a big opening on the weekend. It's just going to have to rely on like it's, but then that allows for piracy. Because it's going to be, come out before overseas. So then people overseas can get bootlegs of the yeah. movie. And that's going to hurt his bottom line, maybe. Get a lot faster than we can. Yeah, so... I don't know. I mean, you can already watch Jurassic World, apparently. Because so, that's out overseas. So it's probably vice versa anyway. So... <laughs> I've, I, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough out here for movies. I would be pissed if I was that making movies. And some bozo releases the movie because they're afraid... Or releases the movie later because they're afraid that like people that watch soccer are not gonna go see the movie. Like and soccer comes on pretty early in the day. But the thing is, just as well, like you know, people over here are watching soccer just as well as I know there. that. But I'm just saying the timing of it. it. Yeah, I'm saying like the timing, like soccer, the important one started like what from two to five or something like that. You can go see a movie after the soccer game's over. So it's like, why are y'all being like? Like this, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know what goes through the minds of marketing, but they apparently got it on lock. So we'll we'll see how the the results play out. We'll we'll we'll, we'll touch up back on that next it, week. Yeah, 
Oh, I'm sorry, July. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, well, not even touch. Well, yeah, it's touching back because recently, like two or three weeks ago, Mm-mm. we talked about shows that got canceled. Talk about your boy. Well, a few minutes ago, one of my favorite shows that got the X. Bring back who? Was saved. Yeah, don't, don't make me do it. Got bring back or got brought back by Netflix. Netflix is saving all the shows I like. They saved Lucifer. Now, for those out there that's really religious, sorry if that sounds very blasphemous. I'm just saying it's a TV show. It's not about what you think it's about. It kind of is, but it's not. <laughs> just to give you a pitch on what the show uh, it is. No basically, comment. yeah, basically <laughs> the, basically the devil gets tired of working in hell cuz he's like it's basically something he got appointed to do. He's like I don't really want to do this shit. So he just goes to like California. And then like he has like a club and shit like that and he's just chilling and then some angels like, "Yo, you need to take your ass back to hell." Like <laughs> it doesn't really crazy down there. It like doesn't really function well without you. And he's like, I'm not going back. You can go do it. I mean, you can go tell him that I'm not coming back, and then he'll just make you do it. And so then he ends up meeting like a detective because someone dies at his club, and he goes on this little journey where he finds out that he well he already liked punishing people, but he likes punishing bad people. So he's like solving these detective crimes and stuff like that. But he finds out that this detective is like special somehow. So it's like kind of like a, a redemption arc thing going on, maybe. But can he be redeemed? Is he an irredeemable character if it's a part of God's plan? Blah, blah, blah. And then you get into this whole whole sibling rivalry thing where like it's like, yeah, you were his favorite, and then you fucked up. And it's like, you know, he's like, yeah, but I don't really like dad like that because he's fucking playing mind games with me and shit. <laughs> Like, he's giving me my wings back and all that shit. And, you know, it's like, it's 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 interesting stuff to touch on. And I, and they ended the show, or the finale. Right. I'm not, I don't want to spoil it for you, but the finale, because he was hiding the secret that he was, a de- even though he was telling the detective that he was a devil from, like, episode one, they just mm-hmm. thought he was, like, Joking, like, weird. oh, you just mean. Yeah, he's like, I'm the devil. I'm Lucifer Morningstar. And they was just like, yeah, it's he just has a stage name and shit like that. Yeah. But she actually saw his like actual face and shit, and they they were like, "Yeah, the show's canceled." And I was like, "How are you gonna cancel it with that cliffhanger? Like, I need to know." So she saw his face, and then they his actual like monster yeah. face and stuff like that, and I, and they canceled it. They were just like, "Yeah, it's over," and they were like, "Yeah, it's like we like the show. It's just the ratings and stuff like that." Like. You know, and the ratings were big. Like everybody was looking at the numbers, and they were like, "This doesn't make any sense." Like the numbers are there, like for another season. And so this big hashtag Twitter thing happened, where it was like hashtag Save Lucifer. I I didn't get in on that because that just sounds weird. (laughs) That the Christian boy in me, it sounds a little weird. Okay, I ain't trying to bring no spirits upon me. Yeah, I was like, "Mm, I'm good. While I'm over here anointing myself, listening to you talk about the show. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I feel dirty already. (laughs) But you know, like, uh, uh, it was so big. It was like the only canceled show that was getting. Uh, this much traction. People were like... They really liked it. Yeah, people thought Hulu was going to pick it up and they're like, bro, Hulu, if you pick it up, we're going to like subscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to buy all the DVD, like all that shit. And then, how I just... So, so, I, I just have a question. Yeah. I I totally get what Netflix is doing. Like, you know, it did have... It had the clout for it. You it know what it what had saying? the clout. They it had it. So, 
even though Netflix Netflix has been out for a while now, man. Yeah, since two thousand six. But the streaming has only been out since two thousand twelve, something like that. Are we really ready for Netflix, bro? Are we ready for Netflix? Yeah, I mean, I like seriously, like nowadays, dude. Like, okay, if you have cable or whatever, everybody's already saying like, if you got cable, it's done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't don't do it. Hulu, you know, you got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got Roku, and all that other stuff out yeah. right now. So my thing is, what is the what should the world be ready for? Like, which which one prepares the world best for it? movies, television? Well, well, I'll say this much. Netflix is positioning themselves to be that. Now, will they be that? Like, for the one-stop shop for everything? No. Only mm-hmm. because there's so much... There's so many creative minds out there that have to work for a living that, you know, they have to get jobs at you know, other mm-hmm. studios and stuff like that to where they can create competition. So there'll always be competition. Right. But Netflix can be that network, or not network, <laughs> that hub that can bring back your favorite shit where, like, ratings don't, like, TV show-wise, it can bring back the shows where, you know, your favorite show that got canceled can be brought back. Like, because mm-hmm. ratings do matter on Netflix, but it's different because you're not, fighting for or you, you, you like people aren't fighting for uh eyes on the same time slot right like if a show comes on at nine another show comes on at nine you got to make a choice but on netflix you can watch it whenever, whenever you want, you want right. so then they just look at those metrics and you're like all right gotcha and this, apparently that show in particular lucifer has like a huge like streaming uh following as well as well as if you put in the pirated shit as mm. well like so this just makes me happy. This puts a smile on my face. I didn't want that show to go, and I don't know how I would have handled it being over, like for real, over. Because apparently they say in the in the article it was a day away, or today was the day that their the cast uh, the cast like holding option was gonna expire before they look for new jobs. Mm-hmm. So like if the sh- if they hadn't done it today, they could have renewed it, but. They could have been like, oh, we now need to re- renegotiate how yeah. much that you got to pay me. And also, you know. You got to find the crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's like. We got to get the whole crew back. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this was like a last minute save. So Netflix, if you're out there, thank you. You just pretty much blew Amazon out of the water because Amazon, they apparently got some other show that got canceled that was apparently big called The Expanse on Sci-Fi. I've seen like one episode of it. Eh, it's not really for me, but that's probably going to bring in some viewers for Amazon because they need it more than Netflix does. But Lucifer is going to bring in like a shitload of people, I think. You're going to see a whole new like promotional stuff that comes out probably by the end of the year. And then I get to watch all the episodes too. Fuck. Whenever yes. you want I get to yeah. stream all of them at once. Yes. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's going to be great. It'll probably be darker too, I think. Yeah, it probably will. More mat- yeah, more mature Netflix. He can cuss. He can cuss. <laughs> he can cuss. I always say cuss. Really, really country. You don't curse. No, I cuss. I don't put curse. You don't say on. bad words. I cuss. But you know, I think, uh, yeah. So only three shows got saved. Luce, at, at the end of the day, Lucifer, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and The Expanse. Oh, don't forget the uh, Ricky and Morty. Oh, Rick and Morty. That didn't. That wasn't in danger though. 
just nobody knew when the next season was coming out. Oh, uh, I thought they... Yeah, it wasn't really in danger. It's just it took forever to make the episode. So it was like, they were like, yeah, we're going on a break for a while. We don't know when we're coming back. And so they were like, like what's, what's, what's this mean? And then they were like, yeah, we're making 74 ep- new episodes. So it was just like, oh, y'all just need to figure out how many fucking... <laughs> how y'all going to write all this shit and then animate it. But, uh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. Next news. James Wan. The director of Aquaman. I should have did that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty racist, man. Yeah, but uh, he is producing a remake of Arachnophobia or a reboot. It's not. We're not quite sure which one it's going to be. Have you ever seen Arachnophobia? So, okay, let me just paint you a picture. It's a great movie. Arachnophobia. It starts off with some some people that go to South America, like the uh, uninhabited wilds of South America. Mm-hmm. They capture some. Some bug specimens. And they capture a bunch of bug specimens and shit. And this one deadly spider kills one of the scientists and then ends up in a crate, a shipping crate, coming to like some small town in in America. And that spider's bite is so deadly that when it bites you, you die instantly. So the spider ends up finding another spider and they start fucking in this barn. And then, and then all these other baby spiders get born and like infest the whole town, and people start getting murdered like in weird ways and shit like that. And so, uh, it had John Goodman in it as this like uh, this uh, pest control guy who was pretty funny. He had like acid pest control shit. He's like, <laughs> and he was just like <laughs> shoot at the spider. It's a it's a it's a gross. If you don't like spiders, it shit is gross. It'll mess you up. You think you you think you can take spider? Yeah, you give me this I'm cocky good, look, bro. like oh whatever. I'm because I'm good. It's a spider. Bro. It's not just a, a spider. It's a bunch of spiders. You scared of spiders? A bunch of spiders. Yeah. If I look up and then like a bunch of spiders are like crawling out of my vent, like a hundred of them. It's like when you said that, it reminded me of uh, the mummy. No, no, no. It's not like those bugs that crawl under your skin. Think of you're in your you're in your house. You see a bunch of spiders. All over the floor, all over the walls, all on the ceiling. And then, you know, when spiders start to droop down on their web, say you're trying to run for the door, a bunch of them just start swooping down, get on your neck and stuff like that. That shit is weird. It's so gross. We burn that house down. Well, yeah, I think that's what happened in the movie. But the main (laughs) character in the movie, the hero of the movie, has arachnophobia. So... So he's scared of spiders, but he's a hero? Yeah, he's a hero. So he has to overcome his fear of the spiders. There's a whole scene where he's, like, facing down the the, the papa spider or mama spider, and it's, like, the size of, like, a mitt, like a baseball mitt. Mm-hmm. And it, like, he, like, falls on the ground, and it lands on his lands on his uh, leg, and he sees its, like, eyes, like, glow, glowing in the dark because the mm-hmm. there's, like, a fire going on. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, and his reflection in his, is in his eyes. And it's crawling towards them, like, oh, it's low and shit. And spiders can run pretty, pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, he can't move, and he's got the thing that can kill it. But he just, like, he can't move. And then in the, in the movie, the music's playing so well, and it's, like, crawling towards them and shit like that. I mean, it, it, it that movie's going to fuck some people up. And James Wan is, like, the master of horror, but I don't know if he's directing it. It sounds like he's just producing it, but. So this will be the second one? Well, we don't know yet. I mean, it could be a reboot. It feels like it's gonna or a remake. It feels like it's gonna just redo the story, but right. just add some like more fucked up shit to it. Uh, you know, because in the movie they were really uh, 
I guess, creative with the kills, like football or a spider crawls into a, a football player's helmet, and then it bites him at the, in the head the exact same time he gets tackled, and then, like, some other player thought he killed him. <laughs> Like and then it like there was one where like this old man like puts his shoes on, puts his like sandals on or some shit, and it like bites him in the toe and he dies. And then like they were trying to figure out what was killing the the people and shit because they couldn't find like no autopsy, no nothing. I mean the bites were so tiny, it's like you can't really find anything. And then you you know it was just it was it was fucked up and it made me that movie did creep me out when I was a kid, but it was fun. It was like a fun thing to like. Watch, cause you'd be like, ah. Oh, if that if that movie's about snakes or something like that, I'd be freaked out. Like Anaconda. No, Anaconda was. Anaconda was. Anaconda was kind of scary. At the time, back, was, back in the day. At yeah. the time, it was creepy. Yeah, back in the day, but if it was like a lot of, like a lot of snakes. <laughs> I don't like snakes at all, bro. Like I, I take I take spiders. Over I, snakes. I know why snakes are probably more scary to you, cause snakes can verbalize. They can what? go, like don't fuck with me. <laughs> Spiders, if spiders could hiss, you would be fucked up. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. The human, the human mind, the human mind. When things like when th- snakes can verbalize, snakes can verbalize. When they go, they're saying, "Hey, don't fuck with me." Spiders don't do that. Spiders just would like if they see that you're like a threat, they'll stop for a second and then like either run away from you or run towards you. But what if a snake was like, "Hey, bro, I need your help." Bro, I run. Bro, I run. <laughs> but if a snake was just like. Bro, I need some help, bro. Because snakes get I'm loud. Hungry. Come here. No, but snakes verbalize. Like, they can use their mouth to, to communicate. That's it. Alligators hiss, too. Uh, what other animals make noises? Well, most animals make noises. No, no, no. But, like, animals that people have, like, a, a like legit fear of. I feel Insects like, don't make noises. Yeah, they do. Cicadas. Who? Cicada, uh, cicadas. Who's cicada? Those things when you it's quiet at night and you I thought that was frogs. No, frogs are like rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. No, those are rabbit frogs in the middle. Rabbit. No, I, I don't know where you fucking live in the fucking bayou or some shit. But like, that's first off, it's a reptile. So I'm talking about insects. A cicada is an insect. Yes. Yes. How does it make a noise? Not, I, the, I, not can't, I can't really do the noise. Not the noise, but I'm saying like, how does it, is it like vocally? Is it like no, it's body like, movement? It's, body. it's like a thing. Like a cricket. It's like, it's like, like their wings. Their legs yeah, it's like it's, it's wings or something. But it's, it's it's not an unpleasant sound. It's a nice sound if you've been in the country for a while. But, you know, like. Uh, I you know about that city boy. Please. No, but anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, I think, uh, you know, yeah, snakes, spiders. Uh, Raccoons. <laughs> Raccoons are just bandits, okay? They just. <laughs> They just misunderstood. Um, I think those are the top two, really. And then there's like land animals that kind of are scary, but for different reasons because they can just eat you like a tiger or a. Tigers are scary. Yeah, they are. Lions are scary. Anything that's paw is bigger than my head or. Well, you know, lions, they said their roar is so powerful that it can like. It causes anything to freeze within its distance. That's amazing, but scary at the same time. So like if you just are like walking and then you hear the roar, you stop. Yeah, you gonna stop for a second. You gonna look and then you gonna run. No, they say like it's just, but but that's apparently like how it like is able to get other animals or eat. Like it just freezes them in fear, oh, and then like, they just are like, yeah, you paused, you hesitated. And then, like, I got you. you. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. So that's kind of that's kind of interesting. 
interesting to me. But can't get a job, bro. Yeah. When your dad say, hey. Yeah, you, you just stop. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm excited. And, you know, speaking of James Wan, he's, he's also. Doing big things, too. Yeah, he's doing some interesting things like uh, the Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> the Aquaman trailer is coming out next week because Entertainment Weekly has released some some uh, footage, or not footage, but pictures. And the concept art, oh my fucking God. It's pretty nice. The concept art looks it, it's colorful and then it looks fucking badass. Like the Atlanteans, uh, they like when they have war, they're riding on fucking sea sharks, bro. Sharks with armor. You know how fucking badass that shit is. Now That's picture dope. Jason Moore on a fucking armored up shark with the fucking trident going to fight. It's, it's kind of dope, but it's I'm like there. it has its own. It really has its own. Um, Uniqueness to it, like yes. you know. So I'm not, bro. I'm not. I'm not throwing shade on Aquaman at you all. You kind of are, though. No. Kinda in are. retrospect of the runnings, I was throwing shade on Aquaman. <laughs> For, we're talking about. We was talking about Versus Billboard. We was talking about box office. I'm sorry, I didn't mean Billboard. Box office. We were talking about. I was throwing shade on Aquaman. In its own <laughs> sense, man. Everybody has some type of connection, like to like, like in Aquaman. The under, who who doesn't like something from Aquaman? Honestly. Who doesn't like something? Yeah, who doesn't? Like, Nobody. Because he's the only underworld, underwater world. I know, but. Superhero. My thing was, or my thing that was kind of on your side was that Aquaman as a character has been getting punked for years because he's like, it's Aquaman. But. I feel you, like, and I feel like a lot, a lot of the millennials, I'm not even going to say that. I'm just saying like, just in general. Nobody would even know anything or even have any yeah. replica of Aquaman if it wasn't for, first off, SpongeBob. <laughs> Aqualad. <laughs> yeah. That's Aqualad. first off, because that okay. was total ripoff. Second, secondly, because mm. of, um, how oh, was the movie? The one with Jason Momoa just started in. I can't even think of it. Justice League. Justice League. I was about well, to say actually, Titans or well, actually, okay. I'll say this. I'll I'll counter your counter this because I have to be argumentative. Yeah. Uh, there was the Justice League animated TV show, growing up, which had the Black Green Lantern in it and Superman and Batman and all that shit. And Aquaman was in it, and he had the fucking he had a beard, but he was a white. He was like obviously a white dude with like blonde hair and a beard and like a hook for a hand. And I was like, okay, he's kind of interesting. But then he kept getting punked in episodes where, like, he was trying to fight Superman. Superman just, like, <laughs> or no, Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman knocked his ass out he's and, like, always, I mean, carried him over his sh- he's shoulder. He's always sidebar, bro. But now I feel like he's in a better. They rebooted him, like, a few years back, like, in 2011. And they tried to make him more badass. And he, and I will say this. His rebooted version is way more cooler. Like, he doesn't know he's half whatever. He just thinks he's a freak. And then, like, uh. One of his like villains tries to like kill his dad, and he ends up snapping the dude's, the bad guy's dad's neck. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, this is what you get for fucking with me. And then, like, and this is before he's Aquaman and shit like that. He's just a regular dude. So, so since you have uh, knowledge of Aquaman, you, mm. you're on his side. You're here, I'm on Aquaman's side. You're all side. for it. Yeah. Now, from his background of who he was, and I think, I think. Just from knowing that Aquaman was always getting punked back in the day, whatever the case is, I ain't gonna say getting punked, but I call him a sidebar. Mm-hmm. Um, for them to get Jason Momoa, for us, if you look at Jason Momoa, it's like, bro, this dude ain't gonna take no shit, regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, 
for them to go full fledged out, do you feel like Justice League was a good opening, or um, how do I want to put it? Was it, was it a good introduction? To no, 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 it was not. So saying that Justice League wasn't a good introduction to Aquaman, do you feel that their revenue of paying off to bring Aquaman to his own movie and everything, Mm -hmm. is it going to pay off? Yes. It will definitely pay off. Yes, because one, people love mythology. uh, I'm like this. If you like Game of Thrones, you like Black Panther, Wakanda, you like... I'm just saying, it's also... There's a reason why shit like that is so so big. People have some type of attraction to like hidden worlds and kingdoms and like family drama mm-hmm. you know uh and all that stuff and aquaman has all of that but it also has its own mythology of being underwater and having like fucking armored sea sharks and like sea dragons and shit like that i'm mm-hmm. like like you can really just you like if you i was a kid and i saw aquaman and i haven't even seen a piece of Aquaman yet. I haven't seen that my, my imagination would be like, oh my God, like there's sea dragons, there's fucking, like you can create so many like monsters, giant octopus, right. pusses and shit like that. You can, you can come up with so much potential there and then there's seven armies underwater that are all like being led by this guy who hates Aquaman, who's the rightful heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. And so he's also trying to set up, you know, like the the seven kingdoms to kind of get together so they can take over the surface world because they hate fucking regular ass people because we're like polluting the oceans and shit like that. Have you seen some? Well, of Well, they're the definitely gonna bring that in there. Yeah, way, yeah, they polluting. We're polluting the fuck out of the ocean. So, <laughs> you know, they already got a beef with 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 us. So it it'll be a cool. It'll be a cool introduction. Like I said, Jason Momoa, he's got the leading man factor of being, you know, just a, like a, a, not an everyman, but like a guy can see the movie and be like, you know what? Jason Momoa is a cool dude. And that'll be their incentive to go. And also like, oh, yeah, and he's kicking ass. Cool. And he's manly. He's not a little fucking nerd or some shit. He's like just a, like he's the man, straight man. up man. Yeah. And then and then the women are like, mm, Jason Momoa. Like, OK, funny story. I'm gonna do this. Go ahead, bro. We were working on this shoot, me and Alvin, and I did a little survey, and I was like, "Hey, how many of you guys want to go see?" If, like, yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> opening day, I was gonna be like, opening day, which would you rather see, Bumblebee or Aquaman? And they were like, one of them was like, neither. I don't care about either of them. I don't know that much about either of them. And mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, that's one. And this was like five or six people, and they were like, "Was you? Are you just saying off a of name alone?" And I was like, yeah. And then they said Aquaman. And then one of the people in the group was was thinking really hard about it because she didn't know that much about Aquaman. She was like, "Wait, who's in Aquaman?" No, 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 no. That's not what she said. She said just based off the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based off the name alone. She, yeah, she said who's in it. She said who's in it. And I and I said Jason. I said Jason Momoa. And she was like, "Who?" And I was like, "You know the guy." And this is how I got. I was like, "You know the guy in Game of Thrones who was the husband to." The chick with the blonde hair, or the white hair. And she said, uh, uh no, she did it like, in the, like oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, she did it like yeah. she turned on, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, and I looked over at you and I was like, and there's the money because I was like, that's how it's going to play I mean, out. I get it. I mean, like, like, I get it. Point, but I, I get it. 
But the only way you're going to get that effect, really, <laughs> no, for real, like, for real, the only way you're going to get that effect is if you get, like, five single women, bro. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to take one single woman to be like, yo, you got to go see that movie. I've, we got to go see this movie together with all these girls, blah, 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 blah. Ba- but just based off that alone, a woman just being like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see Aquaman." But but I'm or, also but I'm also taking into effect that the other people that were surveyed that were mostly males said Aquaman. You're the only one that said Bumblebee. So that shows you that my finger is on the pulse of nerd. Yeah, yeah, my finger is yeah. That's your defense <laughs> <laughs> when you have no nowhere else to go. Just no, say nerd. You have no car theory. Yeah, yeah. So I put my finger on the pulse of Transformers, that, and man. it was there was no beating heart there. I was like, it's dead. I put my fingers on the pulse of Aquaman, and I was like, this shit's got some life to it. And plus, I want to have fun this December. And if I was a betting man, that movie looks more light. Like the, the color tone looks lighter. It's got it looks, it, it looks brighter. It looks it, more from 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 what I've seen so far. Even the picture is more satu- or saturated. That's okay. what I would say. Saturated because the other DC movies in the past couple of years have been fucking desaturated Black. as fuck. Yeah. But this <laughs> has color because they're in the ocean. You want the water to be fucking Dark, blue. Right. In Justice League, the the water was fucking like dirty, muddy water right. look, and I was like. And, and that's kind of what I think of coming from DC. But it's but you have to think of it like this: James Wan is not going like he even said he was like, "Hey, I'm trying to make a fun Aquaman movie. Like you, you're gonna go to this movie and you're gonna have fun watching it." So with that in mind, I'm like, "All right, so we're in good hands." He's not trying to fucking make some like dark character study about Aquaman. Like, oh, you know, somebody who like grew up and was like half. Or who is mixed, they're going to have some weird feelings about themselves. Like, he's not trying to do all that. He's just saying, oh, yeah, Aquaman's an outsider. He finds out about all this crazy shit. And then he has to make a choice to be a hero. Cool. I'm down with that. How many people do we have here, dude? You mean how many, like, audience people or how many superheroes? No... I, I I was I'm sorry I was actually looking at the cast right now I'm sorry oh yeah it's got a pretty good cast yeah, sorry cast it's got no. the dude from the get down who's finally getting a big break as one of the villains I'm yeah, like yeah, yeah cool yeah, yeah I can't yeah, yeah I can't say his second. name yeah I can't say his, yeah and she's like he's the villain he's playing as Black Manta yeah. and it looks straight out of the comics they showed a picture of him working on the helmet and I was like you know what I was like that's impressive that's an imp- yeah you got uh. Amber Heard playing Mira, and we have Nicole Kidman playing Atlanta. I, I tell you this much: Nicole Kidman looks so different than what she her, used to her look hair like. Is poking. Yeah, like she looks like an alien that's like impersonating. <laughs> she's on, <laughs> on land, like. Yeah, she just looks weird. Like she got a lot of plastic surgery, but you know that's what she wanted. I'm not judging. There. Yeah, I'm not judging judging that, but you know, comparatively to her and. Batman Forever, you know, she was fine. Batman she was Forever, what? fine. She was fine. You know, I did think her character in Batman Forever was a little slutty, but you know, like for my taste, even at like five, I was like, eh, you're a little too like aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously, she was like calling, or she would, she would uh, turn on the bat signal just to get Batman to come, and then she would be like in her lingerie and shit. Like she looks really. <laughs> She has like the Lil' Kim effect, bro. No, no, I'm not saying Lil' Kim. She has like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I was about to say, Lil' Kim looks like a monster. Straight yeah. up monster. Yeah. I would rather date Nicole Kidman than Lil' Kim. Oh, word? So you feel? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can say that with a straight face. The I black, feel, the black community can look at me on Twitter and post stuff, but I would post something like, hey, 
<laughs> picture this. Don't put those two this. pictures together. Let's not do that. Yeah. That's not a good look. Donald Anybody, Glover. bro. Hey, I do it. <laughs> but speaking of DC movies, and this is a really big piece of news. Jeff Johns, who is the... Geoff. Yeah, I think it's Jeff or Geoff. I can't really say how he says it, but... Goff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, he to give you some preface, he is a comic book writer, head of DC Comics, and he's made some of the best DC Comics, right, like, ever. Like, he, he made Aquaman cool. He made Green Lantern cool. He's done a good job. But he has been involved in a lot of bad DC movies, and he, like, was trying to give his insight into them, and those, yeah, those movies, and those movies didn't work, even with his insight. Like, Green Lantern, that was, like, his baby, you know, and that movie was shit. So, he had, like, five people writing it. <laughs> that was bullshit. What, Green Lantern? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Was. Yeah. I ended up watching it after we talked about it, like, what was it, like four episodes ago or something like Yeah. That? I didn't know why I was like, bro. He's like, why does this bad guy have a big head and shit? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, and I mean, like, apparently with Justice League, there's some new news about the fucked up making of Justice League happened. And, like, when Batman v Superman came out and people shat on it, and critics shat on it and shit like that, they were freaking out. And they were like, oh, we need to rewrite this shit because they were, like, shooting it already. Mm-hmm. And so Jeff Johns rewrote some shit. In the script for the movie, and it, it wasn't working. Like it, it was clear it wasn't working. And then the, the main the movie's main writer was like, "Yeah, why don't you try fucking using the pages I already wrote?" Yeah, bitch. And uh, they didn't listen to him. And he was the one who, uh, or Jeff Johns was the one who like hired Joss Whedon to come in and fix the movie, mm-hmm. quote unquote, fix the movie. And the movie's a mess, regardless now. So it's almost like. He is responsible for why that movie is so fucked up. It, so he's a big part in the DC. Mm. On the food chain, he was a big part. But the news today is he's going to step down as DC chief creative officer. But he will. But the bright side of that is that he will get a first look producing deal where he will write movies movies to produce. So, yeah. And they said movies that he's working on right now is Green Lantern. The Green Lantern reboot, which will be focused on Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. So you're going to get the white and black versions in the same movie. I don't put much stock in this this Green Lantern movie because they just are having a hard time. I, I, uh, the only way to combat, combat with the first Green Lantern is just give us a genuine movie. That's all I want. That's, I, think that's what, I think that's really got to go from it. And I think that's where a lot of DC... Has to somewhat come from. I mean, like, of course, you know. I think people. I think a lot of people like just move from the basics when it comes to making movies. Yeah, I'm like, especially with superhero movies, I'm just like focus on them as a character That's first. It. Like, figure out what their thing is as a character, and then worry about the superhero stuff later. Plot. They don't do that. They just are like, oh, we're gonna put two hundred million. Actually, with Green Lantern, they were like, yeah, we're just gonna put two hundred million on this movie, and then the effects weren't even finished. The movie you watched. The effects didn't even get finished on time, so that's why it looks so shitty from time to time. So, you know, uh, you know, who puts out a movie? Yeah, they just thought that that movie was gonna like they were, <laughs> they were really ahead of or not ahead of the curve, but they like were like, oh, we're gonna like make four more Green Lantern movies before the movie came out. That's what they were saying. Never materialized because that movie was garbage. But uh, 
you know, it's not a hard thing to pitch. I'm like, hey, what? what's a guy without fear? A most fearless guy becomes a space cop. That's all that movie is. That's it. He doesn't have to overcome a fear. He's That's Green Lantern. If, yeah. if he gets, just put him in a pad predicament, make him do what he needs to do. Yeah, I'm like, if he gets the like, it's almost like a in just like Justice League. Everybody wasn't really quite themselves yet. Aquaman wasn't called Aquaman yet. He was just a regular dude, and then he just chooses to help them, and he doesn't even control water. Is how, <laughs> and he just throws a pitchfork. He just throws a pitchfork at people, bro. It, and he honestly, surfs things. Honestly, I'm not stuck on the whole Aquaman thing. Honestly, I feel like Aquaman should be fighting with the guys, bro. Fighting with the guys. Yes, I don't even think he should be like superhero, like this dimension fighting Superman. Well, Superman's a god and all that other stuff. Oh, well, but like, like. Hercules, and but stuff. apparently though, apparently though, in the comics, Aquaman is as strong as Superman. Like, he apparently is. I mean, I'm saying I'm sure he is, but the point they just is, haven't got him to that. It's just like Aquaman, like really, just like oh, somebody needs help. <laughs> but he's not that guy though. But he, but he's like not that guy. Like the original Aquaman was that guy, but now he's like King of Wakanda. He's on some King of Wakanda type shit. Like apparently in the new comics, he's like an asshole. Like he's like. Like, the Justice League will come and be like, hey, man, we need you to help us with this issue. And he's like, I don't give a fuck what happens on, like, the Whole surface. Yeah. I'm in the fucking, like, I have fucking 70% of or 80% of the, like, world that I need to fucking take care of and shit and make sure that they're all right. You know, and then they, he kind of has to get pushed into these scenarios. And he's not afraid, or at least in the comic books, he wasn't afraid to kill people. Like, he's made, like, tough choices, like... He's like, yeah, I'm a king, so like, I gotta make tough, de- tough decisions. Like Thanos. Yeah, he's kind of like Thanos, but in a good way, like good Thanos, I guess. But you know, like, uh, but this version of Aquaman in the movies is more like a surfer did, like, yeah, bro. Well, he's more like, well, not like that. He's just like, like he probably was like that teenager. Like he's drinking alcohol and shit. I have a problem with that, but that's like on a geeky level. But he's like, like in Justice League, he's like, he saves some dude, some random dude, throws him in the bar. And he's like, he gets a bottle of Jack Daniels that's full, and he like, it's like, it's on this guy. And then he opens the bottle. Cool music is playing while he's watching slow mo or walking in slow motion. And he like guzzles down to Jack Daniels while he's walking towards the ocean. And he throws the bottle like he just doesn't give a fuck. And guys, mainly mainly men dudes were watching that and going like, yeah, fuck yeah, the music. The music that was playing, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool, but at the same time, it's against <laughs> it's against what I feel like is Aquaman. Hold on, hold on. If you see somebody chug a bottle of Jack, Jack Daniels, Daniels, and you like that, bro, or you think that's cool, bro, you're a dweeb. Fuck that. No, I'm just saying some manly men. It was, Fuck some manly, that, I'm just saying bro. some manly men saw him do it, and he didn't even like he didn't even look like that shit was tough. But like, like, like when he drank it, he didn't even look like it was like, oh, this is rough. He just looked at it like it was nothing. Like apple juice or something. He drank like it like it was nothing. And it, I mean, I know it wasn't really Jack Daniels, yeah, but yeah. but the fact that he could do all that and then just throw it and was fine, like he wasn't even buzzed. I was like, that says a lot, a lot about his like, I don't know, physiology, I guess. But I'm like, he needs water. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, he's Aquaman. He needs some milk. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He give him some milk. Give him some water. <laughs> but you know, he jumps in the water and he's like. Flying in, in the underwater, it looks like he's flying in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, like that to me was just kind of weird. But 
there's a, a large male audience for this movie. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, like I said, us men we track the things like that as well. Just as, like because you you feel like it's gonna be a manly movie. It's gonna be just a fun movie. I feel like it's gonna be like Indiana Jones. It's gonna be some shit like that. Guys like it. Women like it. That's how I feel that it's gonna be. Superhero Indiana Jones. Boom. Superhero Indiana Jones slash superhero underwater Black Panther. <laughs> underwater Black Panther is what I'm calling it. Yeah. Except it's not gonna be a whole movie. It might be a whole movie. The- <laughs> some 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 uh some bearded white guys might start coming out of the woodwork being uh in the tomahawk throwing and shit. It's cool stuff. I mean, he does cool stuff outside of <laughs> film, but... Yeah, like, I don't buy this. I buy it better than The Crow. I'll say that much. Uh, okay. Yeah. Speaking of... Uh, well, we've already... Keep, let's just keep talking about James Wan. Let's but, do it. Yeah, James Wan, his... Wan. Newest producer... <laughs> his newest producer movie, The Nun, had his first trailer. Saw it. I'm creeped out. Did you actually watch it or you just like saw the... I watched it. Okay. I can watch a trailer, okay? <laughs> but... That shit was creepy. I'm telling you, watch The Conjuring 2, you might stay up that night. Or at least have at least a little bit of trouble going to sleep. I'm a grown man, bro. Bro, bro I don't care how I'll grown you Jack are. take Jack Daniels to the head, bro. I would take Jack Daniels. I probably took Jack Daniels to the head to go to sleep that night. <laughs> but, you know, like... Something was eerie about it. They play this like weird opera music when she shows up like... Yeah, and she like come out of like the shadows, and she or it has this blank face. Yeah, the face is blank and, and shit, the, and and I know it just it just switches over. Yeah, and it's just like in the in the Conjuring too. There was that whole scene with the painting of the nun, and then these fingers start coming out of the side of the frame, and then like like it comes to life and shit. Really, and then like when she turns on or when the light turns off, the nun becomes real. And shit like that. She keeps trying to turn the light off or light on or, and shit like that. And then working. keeps, yeah. And then you see this shadow and shit like. And then it turns out that it's like, apparently, like a long time ago, like this demon thing took on the form of this nun, and it's like, it's like some serious hardcore demon shit like took over. I'm just saying, I keep hearing. It's my like, air conditioner, but he's uh-huh. yeah. You like turn around. Oh my god, the nun's showing. Not because it's like you know that would be a fun thing if I hired somebody to dress up as a nun. Yeah, I'm talking about it, spook you. I would I, do that shit. Hey, I had that shit recorded. Bro, all y'all gonna hear is because yeah, you falling. Go, no, this mic is going across somebody's head. Bro. Now you from fuck that. <laughs> Actually, you gonna be like fuck this. Like, <laughs> run out of the room. But you know, yeah, I'm excited about this. This is gonna be directed by the guy who was going to direct the Crow movie with Jason Momoa. Now this, I don't know. This, this trailer freaks me out, especially that part where they're walking, and uh, the nun calls her name. Yeah, and she she's like, huh? And she turns around, but then the other nun comes out the side and like spears the dog shit out of her, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit, I ain't gonna, I laughed at that part. I, was, I thought and that's that was kind of funny. That's a psychological thing. When we get scared in horror movies and we laugh, it's, funny. it's because... We scared of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I know this because, like, when I saw The Conjuring 2 in theaters, that was how I was coping with the movie. I'm trying to laugh about it. But some at some points, the movie got so scary that I couldn't even, like, laugh. It was like... Bro, what the fuck? You know when you get, like, when you were a kid and you got scared and you started to make, like, these... Deep shallow breaths, like that's how I, how I felt in the movie. I was like sweaty and shit. And, and this is what I was doing. I was eating popcorn nervously. Really, I had a large bucket of popcorn. I was like, <laughs> I'm just shoving popcorn in my mouth to kind of make 
myself has something to do so I don't fucking freak all the way out. <laughs> you know, yelling in the damn theater. Yeah, but by the time it got to the end where they have to fight her, I was like, okay, we're good. It's way better when they're out in the open and you can like, you're ready to fight. Because then I feel like I'm with the heroes. Like, let's do this. I can be brave. You know? <laughs> I sound like such a kid right now, but it's true. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> the villain's coming. Let's run to the bar. No, bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Like, all of this feels wrong when you look at it from, like, a black person's perspective. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, going to, like, some weird-ass, like, uh place in Romania uh to like look after somebody after their after a nun there killed herself and they say it's haunted and shit like nope even the movie has has like several or the trailer has several signs where you're like yeah probably not because there was like this part where they're like in a dungeon or something and they see something on the door mm-hmm. in a different language and they're like it says god ends here I would have been like well that's where I am. No, exactly. I'm going the fuck I'm back going, no, to I'm America. Church, bro. I'm going to America. I'm going back to America. I'm not going to be a fucking nun at a possessed place in Romania. That just doesn't. That doesn't really like gel well with me. And then she's in these dark corridors, and the nuns behind her, or this nun ghost is behind her, taking on the form of the nun. And it, that's something that's just very evil to me. Like since like sinister. That is sinister. Honestly, like, I I would watch Lucifer. I would rather watch. I'd be more supportive of Lucifer because only the fact, like, it's being kind of straight up about, like, this is the devil in human form, blah, 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 blah. But this demon in. This is evil. It's a nun. Like, (laughs) what? It's taking on the form of something that's supposed to be, like, kind of pure and shit. And And it's almost. And in The Conjuring, too, they even say that. They're like, they're like, oh, yeah, this thing is taking on the form of this nun to, uh, uh, mock something or so I was like okay so that's you know it, it feels more serious this feels more intense than Annabelle and I never oh, was definitely. afraid of Annabelle I wasn't afraid Annabelle, of Annabelle but I was like oh there's a demon and a a, a, and a doll a doll Ooh. throw the doll away bitch yeah I mean <laughs> whatever but none that gets my 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 vote I'm seeing it but unwillingly I'm seeing it hmm. I'll say that for the people yeah it's gonna for the culture yeah <laughs> But uh, but also it's got some thematic stuff because they're saying that the nuns are risking not only their lives but their faith and their very souls as they confront this malevolent force. So I'm like, I like that type of stuff where it's like they have to figure out some shit about themselves or like they're tested, especially when it's like a religion. Like in The Conjuring too, it was like a test of like someone's faith. Like that was kind of the core concept of the movie. Was like, uh. Uh, how strong is your faith in the face of something that's like testing it, like making you doubt it, right? And shit like that. And by the end of the movie, they come out on the other side with it being like stronger than ever, and it almost being a romance movie. So I would take my girlfriend to go see that movie if I had a girlfriend. Hell no, I would. It's actually kind well, of. I'm too. saying hell no for me because my girl's not gonna take. No, my girl's going nowhere near that at all. <laughs> it's actually one of the best romance thriller movies ever. Country yeah, you're like I'm, you said it. Look, man, <laughs> you're like if Daniel's freaking out over this, I'm no, not no, 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 no. Let it be so, too much blood in the movie. My girl's gonna be like, there's not cover, a lot of blood. In, cover the face. There's not a lot of blood in Conjuring. Blood, too. anything, but no, not a lot of blood in Conjuring too. Bro, no, just saying, there's I no have, blood. I have to live with her. You know, 
No, I mind Turn the light on. I like cuddling with her when I want to cuddle with her. <laughs> Not because she's just, Can you can, make can, sure can, there's no darkness in the corner? Can you talk to me all night? Oh god. I can't go to sleep. Okay. Well I'ma do What's that? I'm gonna do one more or not one more. There's one more thing that I forgot about, but it's a pretty awesome concept with Ryan Reynolds attached to it. And it sounds just crazy enough to be cool. Uh, fuck. I admit, like I have it in my head. Uh, oh, I know what it is. It is called uh, Bermuda Triangle. And I'm just gonna explain the plot to you. Okay. When a huge submarine transporting nuclear weapons disappears in the Bermuda Triangle, Commander Vogel calls on a theoretical physicist, Dr. Fisk, Fisk, who using his grandfather's research opens up a wormhole to access a lost island inhabited by sharks, Vikings, and Nazis in the hope of finding the nuclear weapons. Now that sounds fucking crazy that as a movie. Crazy. But I'm all for it because it just sounds so fucking ridiculous that it could be funny. Like it can't not be humorous and shit. Who? Uh, is that the. That's that, the synopsis of the movie. No, is that the uh, art for the movie? No, no, no. That's just a snap of Ryan Reynolds in another movie. Okay, I'm about to say because I saw that movie. Yeah, that was. And I was like, R- I didn't know that's not what that movie yeah, that was. Yeah, that was R.I.P.D., which was shit. Yeah, it was. But. Uh, that's a lot, bro. <laughs> That's, that's a lot going on right there. Yeah. I'm like, that's so crazy. Like, why hasn't anybody come up? We need more stories like that. Just that are just out of the box. Like, you're not expecting. Because yeah, I think we get used to kind of just like straightforward shit. Like, oh, yeah, a man has to protect his family. Or a man is on revenge. And even the sci-fi movies, the alien invasion is happening. You know, like, it's always one note. But why can't it be something crazy? Like, somebody travels through a wormhole and there's like sharks, Nazis. People from different times and shit like that showing up, like that's just nuts. But I'm there. I like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is uh, at, on point at with the Deadpool it. and Deadpool Two. She's there. My respect. He's in, he's in your. Well, I like them. In, I like them in. <laughs> all right, bye. I like them in a uh, uh, Just Friends. He was good in that. Didn't movie. see that movie. Yeah, he plays like this guy who was in love with this girl and they were in high school and he was like really obese back then and then they fast forward and he's like lost all the weight and he's like a cool movie mogul guy and he comes back to visit his mom and runs into that girl who was his best friend and he tries to like get her back and she or not get her back but actually get her to like like him or Mm -hmm. have like physical attraction to him and shit like that it's really well done i'm not really into rom-coms like that but it was a good one Anyways, moving on. John Cena joins Jackie Chan's Project X movie. Oh, snap. That's a lot. <laughs> First, you got John Cena. Because you can't see him. Why would you <laughs> cast anybody that you can't see? Well, what what other movies he playing in uh, recently? The Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Yeah, John, uh, Jackie Chan back up. Look, <laughs> no, I want to talk about Bumblebee. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> John Cena's He's starting to feel this right L. He's starting to feel uh, that L. Jackie Chan's back on the scene, bro. Yeah, he's been busy. He's been busy. He had that movie that came out last year that didn't do great, where he played like this old guy whose daughter gets blown up or some shit in a terrorist attack. And he's like, I'm trying to find out who killed my daughter. And they didn't know that he was like a, a like dude that really knew some shit, mm-hmm. like covert secret ops past or some shit. Right, right, and he right. was like, if you don't tell me, 
or if you don't give me the names of the people who killed my daughter, I will blow up like blah blah blah. And so it was getting real fucking dangerous in in the movie. But you know, the foreigner—that's what it was called. Such a cliche oh, okay, name. Okay, okay. Such a cliche name, but that was such a cliche voice. Well, that's Jackie Chan's voice. No, that's how he talks. That's how he talks. Quit Taka. Jackie. Don't do that. <laughs> Kata. Kata. No. Kata. He's more American than that. No. No, he's not. He's not. Yes, he is. He's grown. No. He's, his English is bad. So, what is the concept of, for that movie? The concept of it is it follows a Chinese private security contractor who must help get oil workers out of peril when the refinery is attacked in Baghdad. Once he uncovers the attack as part of a plot to steal the oil, he partners with an American former Marine, John Cena, who lives in Iraq teaching orphans. The Marine (laughs) had been fooled into thinking he was working to seize illegally gotten Chinese assets before he learns he was had and partners up with the Snow Leopard Commando. That sounds so complex. My head hurts. Why can't it just be like the Well, Marine? first off, it, with the movie with, <laughs> with John Cena and Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. that's enough complexity right there. Then they call it Project X. When we're it was used already to a Project X movie. Project X, the party movie. So. Is that movie really iconic, though? Project X? It was directed by Director X, too. I just want to note that. But, yeah. Is it really? like? Was it? Yeah. Is it memorable, though? Project X? Yeah. Yeah. What happened in that movie? I remember something about a uh, it was a party, a, 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 a dwarf coming out of a. It was this dude named Daniel who was like in oh, a shell. Never mind. I, I take it back. It Daniel wasn't directed by, by. I didn't think it was director X. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, director X. But yeah, it wasn't really was a like, memorable. Nah, you give me clout, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't really that big. I mean, it was a big hit. It made like a hundred. No, nah, yeah, it was a big movie. And it, like all the stuff that happened after the fact that people were doing, like following it, like. Trying to have par- Project X parties and all this other crazy stuff that was going on in the world. People are so I, I, weird. I, 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 I think that's what gave it's like gave it its impact. You weird. know what I'm saying? Mm. Not necessarily the movie to mm. be memorable, but the things that happened afterwards. Like there was a lot. Of, it was shit going on in the news for like two months. <laughs> a Project like, X party. Yeah, it was like two three months. Like people were trying to throw parties, crashing houses, like going all out. Like it was then people were like it was legit happening. People are weird. I mean, we're weird. It's it's it's, it's privileged people doing. I need to be in L. A. for this to go on. I feel like like mansions and shit like that because that was like kind of the type of party project X was. Like the house that they were in was like a fucking. It was a nice house. But it yeah, was it was. Mansion. It was kind of well, it's nearly a mansion. Mm. If you're like, kitchen is the size of like. Two living rooms. It should be fucking. Yeah, I, won't <laughs> I need to. Read I was my... on set, bro. I won't that bad, bro. You were on set. Yeah, I was like, shut the fuck up. I need to see <laughs> this movie, but watch it again at least. That's not. I mean, the last, the last bit of news that we got is Gal Gadot is going to star with Dwayne Johnson in Red Notice. Yeah, that's some clout right there. That's got a lot of clout, and it's directed by the guy who did We're the Millers. So. Okay. And uh, that other oh, movie. Yeah, and also he directed the movie with Dwayne Johnson and uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. I don't um, Central Intelligence. Yeah. So, uh, Red New- Red Notice is supposed to be starting or shooting next April and will be released June twelfth, two thousand twenty. It's so weird to have people commit to this shit 
when it's so far out from being released, like hey, bro. scheduling is fucking tough. I mean, I wouldn't even say schedule. Like, it's best to go ahead and get get a get a lead on it, man. If you got the script and stuff written out for it, I guess. But it's just like get a lead on it, man. Just in case something, just in case one of your writers wanna. Jump out on you. You got to re- reshoot some stuff. To get attached to stuff, though, for that long, I mean, that's interesting. Her schedule probably is crazy, but, but it makes sense because Wonder Woman, I think, two comes out next year. And that was like two years ago, the first one, right? No, it came out last year. Was it? Yeah, Wonder Woman came out last year. But, you know, uh, you know, longer. The Rock, he's going to have that Fast and Furious movie coming out. Mm-hmm. That spin off in 2019, I think. I might be wrong. Uh, so everybody's schedule kind of has to be lined up right for this to work. And then uh, the movie is apparently... Uh, apparently the director had to pitch the movie to Gal Gadot in person. Uh, and he did it uh, in like 20 hours or some shit. Like, he was only in London for, like, a day and pitched it to her. And she was like, all right, yeah. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're just, but the, they say. She that, has to have something else to fall back on. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's good. She's mm-hmm. done some comedies before, I think. And uh, she said the movie script is under wraps, but it's described as a globe-trotting action comedy heist thriller uh, designed as a three-hander between Johnson, Godot, and another male star who will soon be cast. So, the third member of this Art heist movie has to be. I'm guessing it's not Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart would have signed the die already. But it's gonna be somebody funny. Who that'll be, I don't know. But it's. Oh yeah, she definitely. She not even that. She. I don't think she would mesh well with Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah. and Kevin Hart. Yeah, I think she's probably the thief, probably the sultry thief that's really slick and stuff like that. And then the other two guys have to try to catch her. Or Dwayne Johnson and her are gonna like team up to kind of get. Catch the other one. Yeah, well, they say it's a strong idea, so we'll see. Cause Rock's he's he's eating. He's got <laughs> he had he had a Never rampage come more. out in April, and then he's got skyscraper coming out next month, which I don't know if that'll do good or not. But you know, it's like what will a man do for his family? Sometimes that goes well, sometimes that doesn't. But you know, he's got like one leg and shit. It looks kind of funny. <laughs> the Rock with one leg. You know, probably using it. He's probably gonna use that leg to like kill somebody. <laughs> like, that might make like it worth it. Boomerang. Yeah, it's like a metal. Like it's an expensive metal leg that he has. So he could probably take it off when he's fighting one of those big dudes and just like put his body weight on the guy, have him on the ground, and just start like bashing his head in. It, you know, Sky Hard. That's what they should have called it because it's kind of like Die Hard. You're just trapped in a building and like. You gotta fight your way out, but uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. I think that's co- competing with Ant Man and the Wasp. Maybe I might be wrong. Wait, what? I, I thought you said it was out twenty twenty. No, no, no. Uh, skyscraper. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, skyscraper. I don't. I think Ant Man's got this one in the bag. Maybe. Now, who's who's in skyscraper with? <laughs> Nobody else. He's like the biggest name on there. No. I don't think I don't. The Rock is a well-known name worldwide. Yeah, he doesn't have a name well in the in the movie scene by himself. The Rock, well, movies by himself. Yeah, I think so. He has some good movies that like 
I would like like well, actually, 35, you know 40 rule women you know would like. You know what? I think you're right, but he's better off than Idris Elba at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that was a burn. That was a burn, sort of, but he's better off at Idris Elba at this one point. One time for the light breaks, bro. Because, because for one, I think he doesn't have to just rely on the mom, single moms. Like, he's kind of like everybody, every, he like, everybody likes him. Like, yeah. kids like him, teenagers like him. Adults like him. You have to bring Idris in the door, bro. Um, Idris was the only closest match I could kind of find. Like, Idris is probably talking to his agents like, I want his fucking, <laughs> like, I want his career. Like, give me his fucking career. Damn, you had like a. It was almost a Wakandan. Wakandan. But, I, but I was trying to do bridge. But it's like, give me his fucking career. Okay, I can't do But right. no, no, no. But Idris has like this black, deep British voice that I can't fucking do because it's like kind of grime. Grime. Can't. <laughs> grime. I can't do it. That's Australian. Can't do it. Grime. Grime. Whatever. Anyways. It's uh, just fucking Elba. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm just fucking Elba. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Give me a fucking competent agent who can get me some fucking, you know, roles. Like, bro, your voice is all around the world right now. Bro. I can do different voices, I man. you look Canadian too, bro. <laughs> eh? I can do. Oh, nah. <laughs> this is a good lead in. I like that leading. That wasn't even on purpose. That wasn't it even was purpose. on purpose. That was not on fucking purpose. Get out of here. You're just trying to take credit, but you're not getting that one. Are you're you not, serious? Yeah. Yeah. Not no. Getting that one. No. No. Oh, Anyways, let's move on. Hey, guess what, bro? What? <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> you won't pay me my respect. Whatever. That was good. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That was good. Whatever, Okay, bro, so, so the last bit of news that brings a smile to my face is... Drake, the artist, has released a song called I'm Upset, but it's basically a Degrassi reunion because he brings back all the Degrassi stars, or most of them, most of the important ones, and has has them go back to the Degrassi reunion, and, you know, he's just, he's just having a good time. How'd you like it, man? I, like, well, obviously, you were... Happy, smiling. I was smiling from ear to ear because I saw the music video and people were telling me, oh, have you seen it? And I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. I watch it. Drake wakes up and he's in bed in the fucking... Toronto Raptors. Yeah, again, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? What? I don't, I don't... I was like... I like that. See, okay, honestly, I like the beginning of the music video the best. If he would have kept it on that type of level, like that type of like... I, mean, I, I get where he was going with Degrassi, but I'm not a Degrassi fan. I know, so yeah, I yeah. It wasn't so, for you. It so I wasn't really excited. It, it wasn't for you. But at the very beginning, when he woke up, his his phone rang. Okay, you know he owns the Toronto yeah, Raptors, right? The basketball yeah, team. Yeah. That's gangster as fuck. Yeah. You're laying in the bed in the stadium yeah, yeah, yeah. with a girl. Anyways. Yeah. That's it's just, like, it's kind of, it's, 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 it's like show off it, but not in like the way that I like. No? I, yeah. I think that was Why would I want to fuck inside of a basketball that's gangster court. shit. That's not I gangster. I own this shit. It's all echoes. That's my team. He's just disrespecting the team, jizzing all over the fucking <laughs> floors and shit. <laughs> I just might slip and fall. He's just like... Yeah, and you know that face he made when he was walking and he looked at the camera like... Yeah. I was thinking about that too. I was like, what if somebody breaks their ankles? Like, fucking Drake. Yeah. Can't hold it in, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will say, you know, I'm just looking at the video from that point on. I'm just like, okay, well, when is this going to get interesting? And he's like getting dressed, getting dressed. Who's the guy with him? Uh, he, uh, that Shane Kipple, and he played Aubrey Graham's character's or Drake's character's best friend. Okay. In the show, who got him shot by the other 
the psycho white guy. Yeah, yeah, true. And uh, so it was nice seeing him just pop out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, shit, is that Shane? And so I started kind of grinning. I started grinning. He came out of the... Uh from getting the suits, right? Yeah, yeah, and then they're driving in that sweet-ass ride. I don't even know what fucking car that was. I'm paying no attention. Uh, yeah, well, whatever that car was, it was it was nice. Goals. I mean, it's a nice car to drive. But, you know, he's just <laughs> driving, rapping, and, you know, doing the Drake rap type thing where he's like... <laughs> he looks always like he's bothered when he's doing the raps. When he's, when he's rapping, he doesn't... Yeah, he won't look at you. He'll just, like, just say it like it's, it's a bother to him. But... It worked. I wasn't even listening to the lyrics either, and we'll get the to song that. Is hot. And we'll get to it, the mm-hmm. lyrics later. But they get to the Degrassi school, which mm-hmm. I've seen thousands of times. It's almost iconic, there. yeah. Yep. And you know, then they start showing other Degrassi people. And my favorite actress on that show showed up, and she still looks void. Cassie Steele. Mm. Now, Ca- now Cassie Steele is married, so you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Talk too much about how sexy she is. I want to respect her, her relationship with her her husband. But you know, if things are like go wrong with her relationship with him, right. yeah, if things don't work out with her and she gets like divorced and stuff, like I'm gonna shoot my shot. You're shooting it right now. I'm not shooting it right now. She's not gonna hear it, so it's you not. Sure? T- yeah, unless she like I get like a DM and I'm like Cassie, can't work out. You're married. No, that's what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Cassie, this can't work. You're married. I just want to let everybody know that is not what Daniel said earlier. I know. What, okay. For, for First of all, because you're trying to flick and put me on blast, what I said was, hey, I would marry Cassie still. And I didn't even, I wouldn't even have to know her as a person. I wouldn't <laughs> have to like her character. I didn't even have to like her character. He said, I would but I would marry her. her. I wouldn't marry her if she was already married. I'm not trying to get some guy that equally thinks she's hot. Try to come after me. <laughs> what do you think the other nerds are saying? Oh my gosh, Cassie. Yeah, I know Cassie, that. I know gosh. that, but they don't have a chance. I know I got a chance if she Whatever. doesn't have it. <laughs> Whatever. I honestly like. I'm upset. What <laughs> even fucking say? Honestly, I, I, I'm not a Degrassi fan, but I told you earlier, I thought I was Demi Lovato. Like when I saw her in the video, I was like, oh shit, that's Demi Lovato. I don't think she's on the grass. But okay, that's what's up. Well, all right. Yeah, I think she's. I think Cassie Steele is a poor man's Demi Lovato. Ooh, but that's okay because I can now. take that, huh? You're not gonna get her now. You can. You can be mean to a girl you and she'll like you more. Poor man's. I can. Demi Lovato. You can't compare it to. Another I can't. Man. I'm just being. I'm just playing, girl. Oh, Why are you being so sensitive? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Why are you being so sensitive? <laughs> 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 no slaps here. <laughs> but uh, you know uh. Yeah, the, the the lyrics in it were were pretty good. Even though I was kind of confused what they're talking about, what he's talking about, because he's like, "I got fifty thousand dollars on my head," and I'm like, "Do you have like, is there is there like a so hit, out hit out for him, or or is it like a child support thing?" No, because he keeps mentioning child support in this in the song, and then he's saying how this girl put a hundred thousand dollars on his head. And he said, my father or something hasn't paid his child support my, since. My dad still has child support from like 97. Yeah, and so I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Somebody trying to get, like, is, like, is this. Well, this song came out before the beef. I know that, but the thing off. was going on. The baby thing has been going on for a while. If that's even true, the baby thing has been going on for a while. That's his baby. So if that is his baby, it's his girlfriend, or not girlfriend, but his baby mama. Is I can't 50-50 with no hope. Yeah. <laughs> I think he might be referencing to that. Honestly, I think he might be talking about that. But, 
I don't think that's. I think the whole point of the I'm upset, I'm upset song and video was shitting on people. I know that. That's the, that's the whole point. I know because that. Even but... with everything he was saying, he was like, he was on some shit like. Uh, I had to double check. Somebody, they... somebody, they got half a million on my head. What you expect? Like he's a boss. I know that they want to get him out of the game. I know that, but he kept putting out different numbers for different things. So I'm just like, yeah, he's venting, but he could be, he might be referencing, at least in one of those references, his baby mama. I might be, I might be wrong, but we'll see. I think Drake still has relations with his baby mama. Like, I mean, I I don't think Drake's bold enough of a man. I don't think he's ballsy enough to let his baby mama go. I don't think Drake, even though he's distanced from his child, I don't think he's like not in his child's life. I don't think he's. Not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he might have his baby mama might have some problems with him not being around collecting the money, you know, making making money while he's not parenting and shit like that. And she might just say, you know what, I need a hundred thousand a month for living expenses and shit like that. And he might be like. <laughs> I can't fifty fifty with no. Yeah, he might be. He might be saying. He, he might be saying that oh, yeah, now. You're right. I got. I got where you going there. So like, I'm just listening, listening more to the towards the lyrics because I was playing in the car after I saw the music video, and I could only hear the music so, mm-hmm. or the the lyrics. So I was just like, huh. <laughs> I think. I think. I, honestly, I think that's my favorite like part of the song. Well, yeah. even though it says a couple times, like, I, I can't, can't 50, 50, 50 50 with no hoes. I, I, I don't know why. You can't fifty fifty with no hoes. Can't fifty fifty with no hoes. What about what if it's your wife? She in a hoe. Mm, no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're like, you, you, you're trying to get fucked up tonight. <laughs> you bro. don't even have a wife yet. Fuck you. I'm, you can't beat me up for There's your wifey, future bro. wife. You can't beat me up for whatever. I got a woman in my life. Yeah, but she's not your wife, though. Oh, time, to she? A, time to put your ring on. Time to, put a ring on. time to put a ring on it. I'm saying, like, she's there, so that's, that means something. You, you wouldn't understand. You know you what? Shut the fuck up. You don't like, have a girl. You don't have a girl to tell you like, that you're going to see Aquaman. <laughs> like, I don't even know I'm referencing you right now. Like, I know you, you got a girl. Real, you about to get pregnant. You're right being now, real like, time petty right like, now, huh? Being real time petty right now. What? That's, that's why what I call that, people who are being petty. Time petty. See, that's that sounds like a man who doesn't have a girl. <laughs> oh, you're Tom petty. You're, you're, you're not. Girls like my references. Fuck you. <laughs> You can take that one to the bank, all right? I can't 50 50 with no. I can't 50 50 with this fucker. (laughs) It's time for me to get a new co host. This is the last one with Alvin on. That's that bullshit. That's why. That's why. (laughs) I told Daniel when we first started this damn podcast. Here we go. I am worried. I said, one day you're going to kick me the fuck off. I'm not going nowhere. You know what? On some real shit, though. I'm not going anywhere. You know what? On some real shit, though. That's how my last relationships ended. Ain't in a relationship with you. No, but I'm just you. We are. Hey, this work, bro. Bro, bro. It's a friendship. But this work. No, but take this. Look, I was hey, just trying to get into it. I was just trying to get into a deep mention for a second, and then you fucking ruined it. Nah, you talking about my girl, bro. Your girl? Hey, babe. Don't act like your girl. He's literally. It's a black screen. Damn. There's literally nothing. Well, that's fucking. what happens when you put the phone to you and you're on the phone. Nah, there's black. no one on the phone. Yeah, but she's not calling. Yeah, him. she's not fucking talking shit. She's like doing her own thing right now. Art. Yeah, this is fake fuck. She probably was like, she on the way. She's on the way. She slap your ass. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I think uh, that's we reached the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, Alvin's bullshit. Yeah, look. All right. Goodbye. See you. 15th. See you guys. See you guys. Have fun.